Hey there, before we begin the show today, I just want to let you know that enrollment is currently open for my spring mentor program. There are a few spots left and I am currently accepting applications. If you'd like to know more, go to starcoachshow.com slash mentor, starcoachshow.com slash M-E-N-T-O-R. And now let's get to today's show. This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 234. There's two kind of types of content I find on LinkedIn. One is just, here's tips, let me give you tips. And then there's you demonstrating you're a powerful coach by sharing really powerful coaching questions. And I find those get people to really engage and see the power of your coaching without even working with you yet, without having a call. And I find people are a lot more engaged. They'll message me and say, oh my gosh, I was thinking for three hours about this accomplishment journal or you assign this other homework assignment, I was up all night doing it. And I find people are really encouraged and motivated, inspired. And that's what I want to do. I want to get a feeling out of these people, just like the feeling my clients have. So they can say, oh my gosh, if this one little question made me feel this way, imagine how I would feel if I had a 50 minute coaching session. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Well, hello and welcome to the show. It is wonderful to have you here with us. I continue to be just pleased beyond belief of the different people who come onto the show to share their expertise with us. That is certainly the case again this week as we're going to talk about engaging with LinkedIn the coaching way with my special guest, Kyle Elliott. And we'll get to more about that and Kyle in just a moment. I do want to check in with everybody and see how you're doing, how you are handling just life. I've got to tell you that this past week, I got my second vaccination. So while I was a little uh, flush and not feeling 100% the day after my second shot, I am just beyond excited to, to be vaccinated in two weeks, I'll feel, you know, I'm fully vaccinated and excited about that. And that actually coincides with going to Lubbock with my youngest, who actually graduated technically May of last year, but of course they didn't have a graduation ceremony. So we are going back to his college campus to have him walk the stage in a couple weeks as I am fully vaccinated. So that's an exciting thing. And I just hope all of you are taking care of yourselves and and moving through as we hopefully find our new normal in 2021. Now, when I think about all that we have come through and all the different things that uh, maybe the challenges that have been ahead of us, we still have had to put one foot in front of the other and keep doing what we're doing. And that makes what my guest today is doing just that much more important. My guest is Kyle Elliott. He is the founder, career coach, and professional resume writer behind caffeinatedkyle.com. 
Now, Kyle has worked with senior managers and executives from, he works primarily in Silicon Valley, but he works wherever his clients are to to help them land jobs at places like Facebook, LinkedIn, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and many Fortune 100 and 500 companies. But they not only have found jobs working with Kyle, they found jobs that make them happy. And that's a key component of what Kyle does. He's a trusted career expert whose words have been featured Business Insider, Forbes, Fast Company, The Muse, The Ladders, and many other publications. He's also an official member of the invitation-only Forbes Coaches Council. He's a member of the Gay Coach Alliance and a certified health and education specialist. So what Kyle and I talk about today is how to engage in social media. And I know that I've had different shows about social media over the years that the show has been active because Using social media is one of the things that we can do to create connection with people from around the globe. Kyle is going to talk to us about how to do this in the coaching way, how to engage in a way that is natural and curious and engaging. And I got to tell you, if you think, oh, I already know about social media and oh, never mind, I have all the answers I need. I got to tell you, you want to listen to this show because Kyle's going to give us some specific strategies that were new to me, and I have been doing this a long time. And not only that, he's just fun to listen to, the ideas that he shares. They're going to be things that you can begin immediately that I think are going to have a major impact on the way that you engage across We focus on LinkedIn. You could certainly use these tips and strategies on other platforms as well. So when we think about engaging authentically, you are going to learn so much from Kyle. So let's go to my interview with Kyle Elliott of caffeinatedkyle.com. Kyle, welcome to the Star Coach Show. We are all so excited to have you here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and with your listeners. Awesome. So we are going to talk about something that is so key. We are going to talk about LinkedIn, the coaching way, how to use curiosity and inquiry and presence to connect with people on LinkedIn, which Now that everybody's ears are perked up and ready to go, let's talk about what brought you into doing the kind of work that you're doing now with the success that you're having. Yes, I love that question. So I fell into career coaching completely by accident. So almost eight years ago now, I started on Fiverr, which is a just side gig marketplace. And I literally charged $5 for resume reviews, for LinkedIn profile summaries. And I was in college. So $5, I was like, okay, I can make five bucks doing this side gig, grab a cup of coffee. And then it just blew up. I did that for a year or two. I had all these clients. I'm like, okay, this works well. Moved over to Craigslist and LinkedIn, got more clients there, raised my rates. 
fast forward four years and I was doing 20, 30 hours a week of the side hustle on top of my full-time job. And I had this decision to make, do I keep doing this side hustle on top of my full-time job or do I make the leap of faith to do this full-time? So I made the leap of faith, did that full-time. And now I've been running my business almost years now full-time and absolutely love it. And LinkedIn has been a huge part of that. After referrals, LinkedIn is my top source of new clients. And a lot of former clients keep following me, send people my way, engage with me. So I'm excited for us to talk about LinkedIn and the Absolutely. Of my business. When you brought up in another important thing that when you do good work and you maintain those relationships, people want to follow you and send their friends to you. So that's, while that's not the focus of our interview, guys, I want you to know that when you do good work, and you really maintain relationships, those relationships become other relationships and other relationships. So building it from Fiverr. Now, in case anybody doesn't know what Fiverr is, Fiverr is, what did you call it? A marketing? It's a marketplace where you can get different services, resume reviews, logos, you can get someone to send you a bottle of sand from Hawaii, like literally any kind of gig they call it a gig you can find on Fiverr, someone to do it for you from $5 up to several hundred dollars. Right, right. So it's, I've actually looked through Fiverr. I think, oh my goodness, little trivia fact here that just occurred to me, the intro to the Star Coach show, the, the voiceover is a Fiverr person. Yes. Yeah, I did it so, too. so many years ago, I almost forgot, but I bought the music, I wrote the script, I sent it to him <laughs> at Fiverr, and he created the lead in. So there's a little trivia for us. Now let's move into the juicy part of our interview. Mm-hmm. Let's so if your people are on LinkedIn, and my guess is folks, that a lot of your people are probably on LinkedIn. You want to be able to use it effectively, not just like, you know, respond when somebody sends you an invite, but actually use it effectively. So Kyle, where do we want to start when we think about using LinkedIn the coaching way? Oh, such a good question. I've yet to find a coach whose ideal client is not on LinkedIn. That's what I love about LinkedIn compared to Instagram or TikTok or Twitter is people go on LinkedIn with the purpose of developing themselves professionally and personally. So when you go on there, people are in a different mindset. They're not just aimlessly scrolling through videos and photos, but they're like, oh, I want to actually develop myself. So where I would start is with your profile, make sure you said, here's what sets me apart from other coaches. Here's why you should trust me with your career transition or your life transition or to help you grow as a coach. A lot of the people I speak with who are fellow coaches have great websites. So a lot of the content from your website can be reproduced and reused on your profile in a more condensed bullet point format. You can even put your testimonials from your website on there. A lot of people spend a ton of time on their website. So you can reuse that in your profile and then integrate some keywords in there in the mind of really that prospective client. Okay, what are they going to be using to search you out? Put career coach, career coaching, life coaching, those keywords so they can find you on LinkedIn. So that's where I was. They're going to be searching your profile. Yeah, exactly. They're going to search. You want to be found. They're not going to search for your exotic name of your company yeah. per se, if they don't know who you are, but they will search for, I need a life coach, look for executive coaches, even for this podcast, I'll search different kinds of coaches to look for guests 
about those. And the other thing I love, love that you said is that not everything is reinventing the wheel. If you've put all this energy into creating a website that really speaks to who you are and what you do, what are some snippets on there that would transition with a few tweaks to make your LinkedIn profile really sing? So I always ask coaches, who is the last service provider you hired? And oftentimes they're like, oh, I hired an accountant or I hired a dentist. So I ask them, what encouraged you to hire them? And they're like, okay, testimonials. They had some numbers, they had facts, and I knew how to contact them. So that's what I would include on your profile, some testimonials, some facts, your credentials, just some high level numbers and facts, success stories to say, here's why you should work with me. And here's how to contact me too. That's something a lot of coaches forget is here's my website. I'm putting it on there. There's, I literally can't count the number of coaches I've talked to who said, Hey, Kyle, will you look at my profile? I look there and there's no contact information or way to connect them and reach out. And you want to make it as easy as possible for prospective right. clients to reach out. You can say, here's a link to request a consultation, or here's a link to call me. Again, those call to actions you've developed on your website, pull them over and reuse them on your LinkedIn. Awesome. So yeah, even though people can message you through LinkedIn, they might want to check out your website before they message you. They might want to just like go directly to the source and cut out the middleman of LinkedIn. So whatever it is to Kyle's point, oh my gosh, make it so easy for people to find Mm -hmm. you. So good. I love that concept of who's the last person you hired and what was it that made you kind of pull the, whatever that expression is, pull the trigger. trigger. That's it. That's what it is. (laughs) Pull the trigger and go ahead and hire them. Love that. Okay. So we start with our, our Mm -hmm. face and our, our profile. And then what do we think about? So then I would think about creating content. And again, this is something where you can repurpose content you already have. If you've been on podcasts, you can share from that. If you have articles you've written, you can share that. If you have blog posts, you can share that. Because a lot of people get nervous about, oh gosh, Kyle, what do I post? I'm not used to LinkedIn. If you have content you've already created, you can repurpose it on the platform. You don't have to start from scratch. And then if you don't have content, if you're new to content marketing, if you're new to yourself out there on social media or in general. I like Gary V or Gary Vaynerchuk's model of document don't create. So don't your way to create new things, but instead go through your day and say, okay, what have I done today that demonstrates my skills as a coach? So if you asked a client a really powerful question, share that question on LinkedIn as a post. Or if you assigned a really great homework assignment to a client, just post that on LinkedIn. So Instead of going out of your way to recreate the wheel, just share what you're already doing with prospective people. Can you give us an example of how you would create a post around a question or a homework assignment? Yeah, so I often assign my clients an accomplishment journal. So my clients who are facing issues of confidence, I'll say, okay, I want you to start an accomplishment journal. And what I want you to do is every night, write down something from the day, whether big or small, but every day. So that would be a LinkedIn post. I say, hey, if you're dealing with confidence issues, I have a solution for you. What I want you to do is start an accomplishment journal. And here's how you do that accomplishment journal. And let's start now, share an accomplishment in the comments. And that's it. That's the post. That's beautiful. And it takes 30 seconds to create because we're not thinking of something out of nowhere, but I'm just using something I've already done with my clients. Other times, if I get out of a coaching session and I really enjoyed it, I'll just pick up my phone and then look at the camera and videotape it and say, I just asked a client a question 
that really stuck with her. Here was the question. And then just record the question and post it. And it only takes a few seconds. So you're reusing these coaching materials that have already worked well with clients. And then how do you find people engage with those on LinkedIn, those kinds of posts? There's two kind of types of content I find on LinkedIn. One is just, here's tips, let me give you tips. And then there's you demonstrating you're a powerful coach by sharing really powerful coaching questions. And I find those get people to really engage and see the power of your coaching without even working with you yet, without having a call. And I find people are a lot more engaged. They'll message me and say, oh my gosh, I was thinking for three hours about this accomplishment journal, or you assign this other homework assignment. I was up all night doing it. And I find people are really encouraged and motivated, inspired. And that's what I want to do. I want to get a feeling out of these people, just like the feeling my clients have. So they can say, oh my gosh, if this one little question made me feel this way, imagine how I would feel if I had a 50 minute coaching session with Kyle. So it gives them a taste of coaching, a taste of the transformation, and fires them up to look for more posts and to reach out to you, have a call, potentially become a client. Yeah, awesome. Kind of like Costco, when you go there pre-COVID, they have these samples and you take a little French fry and you're like, oh, I like this. I want more. And oftentimes clients are, or not clients, but coaches are afraid to give too much away to prospective clients. But if people like it, they're going to keep coming back. There's a lot of French fries. They're going to just keep coming back for more and more of your French fries. Well, the other part of that is coaching is not a one-way street. So every question we ask is going to land on every person differently. And there's not like if you create a small piece of a transformation that they don't have more to learn and experience and grow. You can't really give away the farm people because the farm is the partnership. I love that. I'm writing notes now. This is so good. I love that. You can't, you really can't give away the farm. That's so powerful. So um, when you share tips and you share coaching questions, What about the whole concept of kind of showing yourself as a person, Mm -hmm. like versus the professional? A lot of coaches struggle, I find, with saying, here's who I am as a person. Because a lot of people, if you go back to who was the last service provider you hired, who was the last consultant or coach you hired, it was likely something about them as a person that led you to go with that dentist or Mm -hmm. with that whatever person you hired. So what I encourage people to do is say, how can show up as a human and share yourself. And what I like doing is, again, going to document, don't create. For example, on Saturdays, I don't work. So me and my partner were really good about not working. So on Saturdays, I'll just update people on LinkedIn saying, here's what I did this no work Saturday. We went to downtown Disney, or we rented a Segway. And here's kind of what was going through my mind. I'm a recovering careeraholic. I like working a lot. And here's what I did to fix that. And here's what you could maybe try. Um, Write a to-do list for yourself or have someone hold you accountable. And here's some tips and takeaways. So again, just documenting it, but sharing more of who I am. And I think those posts resonate even more with people sometimes than just the coaching posts. I remember two or three years ago, I posted a picture of my partner and I at Pride and it just said, love is love. And I had 12 people consultations from that single post. Not all it said was love is love. And I'm like, I didn't coach. I didn't do anything. I just shared me. And it's powerful what happens when you share who you are. 
people want to work with you because it's more than just your coaching skills or your certifications or experiences. It's like um, you had someone else on your podcast, Brian, how he talked about human to human. People want to work with humans. Absolutely. And just to be clear, the kinds of posts that you're talking about, your your work-free weekends, your the love is love, those were LinkedIn posts. It's not mm-hmm. like you only post things like that on Facebook. You were co- posting and connecting with people on LinkedIn. Exactly. Because when we hire a coach, it's so personal what people bring up. Even when people come to me about salary negotiation or an interview or a resume, it's personal and they want to know it's someone they can trust. And that's my opportunity to build trust with people. And for you to build trust with someone is to say, here's who I am as a whole person. I'm showing you that I live authentically and transparently, and I'm inviting other people to do the same by posting this on LinkedIn and showing them that I can live this way and be successful. Really good. I just, I know that sometimes people are like, you shouldn't post anything that isn't business on LinkedIn. And I disagree because I think we're holistic and, and our clients are holistic and being able to see. And, and very truthfully, when you look at the kinds of posts that get traction on LinkedIn, many times there's somebody's story through cancer or somebody's challenge with something personal that they overcame or a joyful story that they're sharing. Mm -hmm. So those, to me, prove that people are people. And while we don't want to necessarily put our breakfast on uh, LinkedIn, sharing that human to human connection, as Brian Kramer pointed out, and now Kyle is, is showing the evidence of is a really powerful thing. So good. So What are some stories that you might be able to share about different things that have taken you from, you know, a Fiverr, $5, let me review your resume, to using LinkedIn to really get the traction to the successful career coach you are today? One of the biggest pivots was posting that more authentic, transparent, vulnerable posts. I found as soon as I started doing that, more and more people were reaching out. And I wasn't posting it for people to reach out. I was simply posting it so that when people finally did reach out, there was more an authentic connection. I can't count the number of people who I've had a phone call with who are prospective clients. And they said, oh my gosh, I feel like I really know you, Kyle. I've been following you for years. I know you, I know your partner, I know your parents. I feel like I really know you. And the consultation really wasn't a consultation. It was how do we start working together? And it's really been a powerful tool to not just market myself, but share stories with clients about myself and about my clients. And people feel like they're along for a journey. So it's really been a powerful opportunity to connect with clients and bring them along on this journey and coach them, even if they're not my current client, or if they don't plan on working with me to still just coach them along the way and use that gift. I think the other thing that really transformed this was leveraging LinkedIn with former clients. I think a lot of people forget about the value of former clients and former clients who still follow you on social media platforms can be really powerful. If you're posting regularly on LinkedIn or other platforms where people follow you, that you're gonna stay on their radar. And when their friends say, hey, I need a coach, they're gonna say, hey, I know Meg, or hey, I know Kyle, mm-hmm. and send you people. I have clients from years ago who still send me several people a month. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we worked together three, four or five years ago and you're still sending me people. And they say, oh yeah, I always see your posts on LinkedIn. So I remember you. Oh, and it's right there to stay in contact. Yeah, we've got to stay 
top of mind because Mm -hmm. while we might be the center of our universe, we're not the center of everybody else's Mm -hmm. universe. So we want to be able to, you know, be in that place of popping Mm -hmm. up, popping up again. I've had people say to me, how do you get anything done? I see posts consistently. Well, you know, I have a scheduling tool that helps me with that. But what that means is that, you know, they're, they're being aware of what's being offered, what's coming out on the Star Coach show, what is, you know, happening, what tip do I have to share those kinds of things, so that we do stay in touch, because it's, it's kind of like we're a big family, we want to be able to mm-hmm. stay connected with one another. So that that is so good. So what have what else do we need to kind of dive into when we think about creating community online using the LinkedIn platform? Yeah, so I find a lot of coaches are afraid to just post content, even if I talk about document, don't create, even if I share lots of tips about, okay, here's how you can just share a client success story or a testimonial or a quick coaching question. People still get scared. So another way to post content to build community is to engage with other people. A lot of people don't recognize the power of engaging with other people's content and posting really thoughtful notes or coaching questions. So if you see people in our industry or your ideal clients posting content, you can then engage with that and ask provocative questions or share your insights or give tips. And that's a way to put yourself out there and reach different audiences. If you see someone has a hundred comments on their post and you go share there, a lot of people are going to go read through those comments and see what you're posting. I know Gary Vee has this technique where he's like, okay, I want you to comment on like 10 people's different posts a day. Keep repeating that it adds up and you're putting your two cents everywhere. And that two cents quickly adds up to a dollar, $10, $100. So I encourage people to think about not just posting your own content, but then engaging with other people in a thoughtful manner, not just great posts, but say, how can I leverage my coaching skills in this comment section to show I'm a great coach? So good. And that actually reminds me of a tip that came up in another interview, but it was so good. I want to share it again. It's so in alignment with what you're sharing. So definitely we want to, because there's another aspect of that. It feels good when people come in on your post. So spread the love people. But um, I had a, a former guest talk about wanting to basically be a speaker at a conference. So she was intentional about looking for the posts of the of the creators of the conference. And she not just about the conference, but just the kinds of things that they were posting. And that got her name recognition with the people who were running the conference. So that at the time that she reached out to say, hey, you know, I saw that you are looking for speakers. They recognized mm-hmm. her from of her, you know, insightful comments on their posts people know who are posting. So Mm -hmm. spread the love. And then also, it might be a way to increase your visibility. So just a little comment. I love that. That's so powerful. And then what you can also do is not all your content has to be external facing. We've talked about building your profile out. We've talked about posting content. We've talked about engaging with content. What I love about LinkedIn is you're a single click away with over 700 from over 700 million people. You can also reach out to target clients, people you want to work with, other coaches you want to partner with. 
that's what I love about LinkedIn is you're just that click away. And a lot of people do respond because it's different again from Facebook or other social media platforms where people are there to just socialize. Here, people are there with the goal of developing themselves professionally and personally. So I love reaching out to people and saying, hey, I see we're both coaches. Do you have 20 minutes to share best practices on A, B, and C? Or, hey, I see you work at Facebook. I have a client who wants a job at Facebook. Do you have a little bit of time to chat with my client? And using the platform to network because we're so willing to help each other on LinkedIn, I find. Absolutely. Now, I will get on my soapbox about that in that we do want to also respect. So Mm -hmm. um, that concept, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Kyle, where you accept a LinkedIn with somebody because you feel like you're Mm -hmm. in similar circles or that you've got, and then all of a sudden, they're emailing you constantly, Mm -hmm. calling Mm -hmm. your phone, sending you sales material after sales Mm -hmm. material. To me, guys, that is an abuse of LinkedIn. And while I 100% agree with Kyle about building relationships, getting curious, just spending time getting to know people outside Mm -hmm. of your little circle, don't abuse it. No. I would ask yourself, how can I add value to this person? And keep asking yourself that question when engaging. And if you're not adding value, then you need to change your approach because people don't like being sold. I don't like hard selling. I don't like soft selling. I just want to keep adding value. And then the clients will come to you as a result of adding value. So, so good. What have we left on the table about this very important subject, if anything? Because you've given Mm -hmm. so much already. I've been so impressed. Yeah, so there's risk showing up authentically. A lot of people are afraid to show up authentically when it comes to posting content. So what I encourage people to think about some of those greatest moments in your life where they were really great. For me, it was proposing to my partner. It was moving to San Francisco and now moving to Santa Barbara. It was making that leap of faith four years ago to run my business full time. And think about all those great moments and what they have in common. And what they have in common is risk. So if you want more great things in life, you have to take more risks. And one of the riskiest things is sharing yourself with the world and sharing all of yourself. But we know if you take more risks, you're going to have more great moments. So if you share more of yourself, there's going to be more great things that happen. So I encourage you to think about that and recognize that it's a risk to show up authentically on LinkedIn or any platform or in life, but the rewards are so worth it. Oh, Thank you for that. That is absolutely beautiful. And I promise you that the the benefit you're going to get will outweigh any cost you feel like that that has created. So, so good. Powerful to see the responses that people provide when you just share on there authentically. And it doesn't take that much time. I think there's a lot of fear out there that social media can consume you. And if you just go back to just sharing what you're already doing, that can be five minutes a day post to done. And there's your social media plan and people will start reaching out to you, I promise. And I would like you to just, because that was such a key nugget of the interview. One more time, just as we're wrapping up, give the concept of document, don't create. Yes. If so that's what of, the name of it was. Yeah, yeah. Document, don't create. <laughs> From Gary V, original concept. But how it goes is instead of creating original content, solely for social media or a blog. Instead, you simply want to document what you're doing. So if you have a powerful coaching session with a client, you can post those coaching questions in a post. Or you can create a video 
sharing the homework with people. So don't go out of your way to create original content just for social media, but instead share what you're already doing with your clients that's working. So good. You've got those golden nuggets just laying around. Pay attention yes. to all that you are giving the creative ways that you're going through the day and gift those to the people on your platforms. Mm. Kyle, thank you for the gift of your time today. Yes, thank you for having us. It was fun. So I want to thank Kyle Elliott one more time for bringing such a creative approach to engaging with LinkedIn, the, the coaching way. And if you'd like to know more about Kyle and be able to connect with him, certainly I encourage you to check out his LinkedIn profile and see how he has presented himself on LinkedIn as the expert. I think all those are, are really important things to do. Go to starcoachshow.com slash 234 and all of the links to be able to connect with Kyle and the work that he does will be available in the show notes for this episode. Please come back next week as I am really excited to introduce you to Jyotsna Ramachandran and the work that she does with people around getting their word out via book. But not just that, how do we take that content and then create different income streams? And very truthfully, you can do that with a book, but some of the ideas that she has, you can do you can think creatively about creating income streams, whether you have a book or not. But she does a really good job kind of tying that in. She was delightful to visit with, and I'm excited to introduce you to her next week. Do remember that the way that the show increases in listenership and, and is able to help more people as if we share it. So I would love it if you shared the show and what's helpful to you via social media, inviting friends to listen, and leaving a review wherever you might be listening to the show. I want to thank you for being here and I'm excited to see you next week. And until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Be well and take care.